Welcome to the CTO Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. This podcast is dedicated to exploring the challenges and opportunities facing today's chief technology officers. In each episode, you'll hear highlights and perspectives from experienced technology leaders as they share wisdom on technical trends, talent management, customer experience, and innovation. Looking to discover what it takes to succeed as a CTO? Then sit back and relax as we explore the fascinating evolution of the world of technology leadership. Here's the host of the CTO Podcast, the founder of 7CTOs, Etienne de Bruin. We have a very special guest in the CTO studio today. Sri Shivananda is the CTO at PayPal. He was also recently appointed the EVP for Product and Platform Engineering at PayPal. And due to some cosmic collision, I can call him a friend. No idea how that happened. But he's also a huge fan of seven CTOs. And we dug into how valuable his network is to him. I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. Let's go. Shri, welcome back. Thanks for having me again. It's good to be back. I've enjoyed my conversations with you and I'm looking forward to this one. Me too. And I love it when your people talk to me. One day I'll have my people talk to your people, talk to my people. But what I love about your team is you've surrounded yourself with some really warm, awesome people to work with. So I just wanted to publicly commend you and them for just how wonderful it is to always engage you, to get you on a chat like this, how accessible you are. I really think that in this day and age, it's such a strange phenomenon. And I really want to say thank you for that. Oh, thank you. And I'll absolutely pass it on to the team. They'll be thrilled to hear it. And as you know, leadership at the end of the day is all about building great teams. Uh, it's not an act of one. It's the act of many passionate people that come together. Yes. And you just made a shocking disclosure before we went, before I hit record, which was that you read all your emails almost in the same day? Yes. My SLA on emails is that I'll finish reading all of them in the same day. I have a massive set of rules that organize it to where I pay attention in real time to the email I need to pay attention to. And then I make sure that I cover all of them by the time I go to bed. I don't carry any email forward from day to day. Wow. You know, I mean, if you can do it, surely the small startup CTO can do that as well. It's all about organizing it in a way that you can manage it. Yeah, and it's interesting when I, I coach a lot of CTOs and when I talk to them, I'm like, listen, the first sign that you're starting to lose your people is when you feel it's okay to not respond to emails in a timely fashion. And it seems like such a small thing, but I know how I feel when I email someone and I get a response like at least within the same day. I feel a sense of importance and I think that that's a pretty easy thing to do to help people feel relevant and seen? It is important. Look, communication channels are very critical in leadership. Connection is so important. Staying on top of what's going on with everybody is important. Helping each other is important. That said, I'll also say that I don't respond to all email. I read them all. I don't necessarily respond to all of them. Mm. And I have a ritual where every fall and spring, I go through cleanup my distribution lists and subscriptions and so on, that I'm also limiting the email to what I need to be effective and where I can do my best as well. 
Do you check emails on your phone? I do. Okay. What I have on the phone is a set of important distribution lists and people. For those, I get a notification, which I need to pay attention to immediately. And if I'm in uh, transit during travel or some other situation, that's when I do email on, on phone as well. Oh, okay. So I'm amazed. Maybe you can tell the audience which time and date you put me into the VIP list. <laughs> if you and I were working with each other on a day-to-day -day basis, and oh. I was critical to you or you were critical to me, that is exactly how one gets on a VIP list. Yeah, and no, I'm always amazed at how, in the end, email is king. It's this unbelievable way. Though, you know, communication has gone well beyond email at this point in time. Internally within the company, we use Slack and Teams. Externally, as you know, even with some of the customers, we use text messages and WhatsApp and things of that nature. But attention is important. Response is important. But at the same time, managing communication traffic is an important skill too. Yeah, and now you've got, unfortunately hacked my brain because now I have to quickly ask you, how do you manage your Slack? As I said before, part of it is managing what the incoming volume is. And for that, I have this ritual that I do once in fall and once in spring. I call it spring cleaning and fall clean. Distribution lists. Slack channels, other subscriptions, and so on, I go and methodically remove the ones that are no longer valuable to me or I'm not valuable to. Slack, fortunately, is asynchronous. It doesn't mean that you have to respond in real time. I set expectation in my status saying, like, hey, look, if you want to get me urgently, get on a phone call. If it's on Slack, I'll respond in due time. And I find Slack to be great. The reason I find it to be great is I get to connect with a lot more people in the organization and industry through Slack. Oftentimes, it may be a one-minute interaction of substance. Now, you don't need to set up a 30-minute meeting for that or a one-hour meeting for that or be extremely thoughtful in writing an email that is well said in a small phrase. And so I like it. I don't mind the interruptions because I don't get interrupted. I command how I use Slack. Slack doesn't command how I spend my time. Let's just put that on loudspeaker. The challenge there is that I think it is an asynchronous tool that has somehow become synchronous where people feel like they have to converse, they have to respond. And so I love that idea of setting a status that just says, hey, I'll get to this when I get to this. If you really need me differently, do that. So let's get an idea of scale. We've spoken a few times. I know roles are evolving, responsibilities evolve. Are you still the CTO at PayPal? Yes, I'm the CTO. And at this point, I'm the Executive Vice President for Product and Platform Engineering as of January of this year. Prior to this, I ran the foundation in technology for PayPal, which included infrastructure, cybersecurity, data platforms, IT, and architecture. What I did as of the beginning of this year is I moved over to the other side of the line of engineering which is around product and platform engineering. And this includes merchant engineering, everything we do for our merchants, consumer engineering, all the things that we put out for our consumers, payments engineering, which is the core of what PayPal is as a business, and a lot of underlying platforms like identity, risk, compliance, privacy, and so on. This role is very exciting. It's something I've wanted to do in my career. 
And I made that transition at the beginning of the year. Wow. And so is this sort of in the modality of the technology voice and the product voice, the voice of customer all sort of being in one? You know, there's some people who think it's good for the CTO to also be in charge of product. There are other people who say there should be a good wall between that in terms of communication and standards. So is this move one where the technology and the product is moved closer through you? It is a customer-facing role. I actively work with the chief product officer organization. They are the pulse for the customer. They understand exactly what the customer needs are. They're the one that formulate the product strategy. But then to take that and execute on it and to create amazing products and services for our customers, that's what this role is about. It touches the customers. It allows us to execute a continuous evolution of the experiences both consumers and merchants have. That's the difference in this role. Think of it as product development for a tech company. That is what this role is about. So this brings you a lot closer than if I can call it from the back of the room to the front of the room. So how products are being designed, the experiences, according to then a strategy that gets put forth by your CPO office. Yeah, I understand that. That's probably very exciting. So just so our audience can understand scale, when we're talking to CTOs, we generally talk about the team sizes, the budgets. I think it's sometimes hard to imagine just how large PayPal is. So whatever public information's out there would be fun to maybe talk about. If I look at you as the person in front of me, how many people roll up to you in your departments and departments of departments? I'm going to start with the customer in terms of demonstrating scale and then work back into right. what the organization is, if you don't mind. PayPal is a very familiar service to so many people around the world. We have 400 million consumers. We have 30 million merchants around the world. And we operate in 200 markets and 100 different currencies. This all translated to about $1.2 trillion in payments last year in 2021. That is the scale of PayPal. And we offer all kinds of products and services. Two friends sending money to each other, sending money to your family, buying something online with checkout. For that matter, saving money in your account or getting the best deal that you can. In fact, in some cases, helping you return something that you thought you wanted but don't want anymore back to the merchant and so much more. What that means is on the inside, PayPal is a very diverse organization, lots of different functions, technologies at the core of all of that. As a CTO and the EVP of product and platform engineering, I have an organization of about 10,000 people. My budget is a 10-figure budget, and I'll leave it at that. And this is where, as a leader, and even as a CTO, you can't just be the chief geek. You have to be a holistic leader that understands the business, of course, is an expert at technology, has to run a large organization, has to manage a large budget, and together, execute towards the outcomes that we need in terms of continuing to grow as a company and continuing to move towards that purpose and mission that we have set. Amazing. Everybody who works at PayPal feels very proud 
when we make a difference for people, when we make it easy, when we create reach for them to move and manage money in a way that's effective for them, and they can achieve their life goals through those means and mechanisms. Mm. And there are amazing stories that yeah. I hear from merchants, from consumers yeah. across the globe all the time. Yeah, it's, it's really incredible. So you being so much closer to the design of these products, the design of these services, I can understand how you would say this is something you've wanted and are excited about. So congrats. Thank you. 